What is going on, my fellow nerds, dorks, and geeks? Welcome to Saturday, Saturday episode. Normally, I don't drop them on the weekends. I'm trying something new, trying something new. So I had a pretty cool experience. Uh, I'm a big, big car guy. I had the opportunity to experience the new Corvette, the C8. Uh, complete redesign, did away with manual transmission, all this stuff. Uh, put the motor in the back finally. And holy crap, is that thing a ripper? There's a good reason this car broke the internet when it was debuted. They've been trying to do mid in, a mid-engine Corvette for a very long time. There's been a lot of rumors around it in the automotive industry. There's a lot of rumors. It's never believe a rumor until it's confirmed. But sometimes rumors are true. Automakers will go as far to hide new vehicles as putting, like, you'll see, if you look up, like, hey, you know, test vehicles, uh, you'll see, like, the zebra, the zebra stripes on it. We call it the zebra stripes, stripes in the industry. And that's to fool the camera of, like, hey, you can't really see body lines all that well or at all. They don't really show up on camera at all. And sometimes even the naked eye confuses the naked eye as well. Uh, they'll put the... Like they did it with the Gladiator, they'll put padding over. It looked like the whole car's wrapped, or it looks like it'll be wearing um, like fabric or something. They'll put padding in places they don't want you to really distinguish what it is. They'll go as far as to throw another automaker's emblem, like the emblem shape, on this uh, on on this. Uh, padded camo or whatever to fool you would be like, Hey, it's not a GM. It's a Ford or Hey, it's a Chrysler. Uh, there's people out there. They'll know just the emblem ship. Look, Oh, it's something new they're working on. And it's like complete, complete opposite. Or they'll make up their own emblem ship. Well, what the hell is that? Uh, very, it's very interesting. It's very interesting the way we do things in the auto industry. I've been in the auto industry for a very long time, but got to experience the new Corvette. And I have to say, that everyone that's tested it on YouTube and all this, like all the all the big guys, like YouTubers haven't got their vehicles yet. No one's got their vehicles yet. Uh, probably won't be until March because uh, that's due to the strike and having to retool the plant. Uh, when the strike happened, they had about 700 of the previous Corvettes, the C7s, to build, including the last manual Corvette probably ever because the C8 has no manual options. So manuals are pretty much dying out. Uh, fewer and fewer people drive them, fewer and fewer people buy them, and it doesn't make sense to offer two different transmission options, whether it be a dual clutch or a manual. Like, dual clutches are so much faster at shifting. You get so much more performance out of them. So, got got into the new Corvette, and if you've seen the photos of the whole center stack in the car, of, like, where... All the all the buttons and switches are, which is a huge sticking point for me. Uh, got in there, and it feels right. It's a very driver-centric car. It's very driver-focused, which makes sense. It's a performance vehicle, as it should be very driver-focused. Uh, I had the Z51 package on the performance package on it from the factory. This isn't even like a Z06. It's not a ZR1. It's not a punched-up model from the factory. It's This is the base model that has a performance that you can check on the order box if you want the performance package, the Z51 performance package or not. And this one had it, and uh, it's a ripper. I've been in numerous, numerous vehicles. I've owned numerous vehicles. I've been lucky enough to have 
Vipers, have a couple Ferraris, and this Corvette puts them all to free, like, but dyno-wise, like, just feeling how fast it is, puts them all to shame. Like, this thing is going to destroy almost all out there. Unless you start getting into, like, the million-dollar territory, um, it'd be very interesting, very interesting, because McLaren 720S is an absolute street dominator right now with all the other supercars. Like, the McLaren 720S is so fast, it's so light, it has so much power, and its power delivery is just insane on the way it puts it down. Like, it has very little wheel spin coming out the hole. Uh, Corvette is very much the same way. A little, little less power than the 720S, uh, but be very interesting to see how well the Corvette holds up to that McLaren. Of like, yeah, that's the, of like supercar territory, that is probably king of the hill to try and beat. I don't know if the Corvette will do it. I haven't been in a 720S, so I really can't tell you like butt dino to butt dino results of how much different acceleration wise it would be. Um, I think the Corvette would actually get it out of the hole being that the Corvette's naturally aspirated. It doesn't have to wait for turbos to spool. Turbo technology has gotten so much better, but there's still a little bit of a lag. There's still a little bit of a spool time. And the, Mc the McLaren 720S doesn't really seem to pull until like second gear. Like it's definitely, I believe it's definitely boost by gear. But like you hit second, you hit third, and that car is just a rocket ship. Like all the videos I've seen. And I'm like, hmm, it'd be it'd be a very interesting drag race. It really would. Uh, but that new that new Corvette is absolutely insane. Like GM has hit it out of the park with this thing. And I was I was very hesitant because I've been in the market for a while now of wanting to get a Corvette. Of like I grew up, it was one of the cars, one of the three cars I had on my wall growing up. The three cars I had on my wall growing up might be asking, what, what were the three cars? One of them was always a Corvette. One of them was a Ferrari. And the other one was the Viper. I've owned one out of, or yeah, one out of three of those because there's no way I can afford an F40 ever. Like F40 was on my wall for the longest time. It was crazy, crazy design, the wing, all that. And I'm like, hey, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have an F430 uh, for, for a short time. And uh, the job I had, I could have any vehicle I wanted. As long as it was in their portfolio of things. And Ferrari happened to be in their portfolio of things. And I was like, sweet, you know, I'll take one of those. I had had it for the summer. It was great. It was so much fun. I had so much fun with it. Gave it back. And then the job went away. So <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I, I got to have a, lot, a couple of my dream cars. Uh, owned, owned a Viper for a while. And got rid of that, like, couldn't couldn't afford it anymore without the job, so that car went away. And uh, that was back in, like, the 2008 time of, like, when everything melted down. And I've talked about it several times on the podcast, how I literally lost everything. Like, I literally lost everything. Uh, but this new Corvette, man, I'm like, I, I want one. A lot of people want one. A lot of people ordered them. It's going to be interesting to see if they all take delivery. Uh, the strike kind of screwed everything up because they were supposed to be, I believe, coming out like middle to late next month, middle, middle to late January. They were originally supposed to start hitting like customers are supposed to start taking delivery, which is kind of shitty here in Michigan because it's like dead winter time. Uh, we always get like a horrible storm right around my birthday. 
all this. So I was like, eh, you know, if I if I could swing one, I would totally have gotten one and then just parked it, which would have sucked because I really, really want to drive it, really wanted to experience the vehicle. And now that I've gotten to experience the vehicle for a very short amount of time uh, around around the track and on the street a little bit, I want one even more. <coughs> like, I want one even more. It It is insane. It The performance for dollar ratio on this thing is absolutely insane. You're getting such a good bargain on this thing. Uh, this is a car that should be probably four to five times what you're paying for it. So you figure about 60 grand, six right around there, 60, 62 grand for a Z51 package C8 Stingray, which Stingray is a base model Corvette. I can go get a C7 Stingray right now for 30 grand. We actually went and talked to the dealership yesterday because they're trying to move the old product off their lot. Like no one, everyone's waiting for the new Corvette to hit. And I'm like, man, you know, that's a really good deal, but the wife would kill me right now. Like, we we don't have the room for another vehicle. Like, we just, we don't have it. Uh, it's the reason the Jeep went away. So, I was like, ah, oh, man, like, that's, that's really good, but I don't want the C7. I want, I want to see it. I'm kind of like everyone else. I want the new Corvette. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that that's a pretty good deal. And the wife's like, $62,000 on a truck? You're nuts. You're insane. Or $62,000 on... On a car, that that's a lot of money. You're insane. Like, no, it's not happening. And I'm like, eh, it'll happen at some point. Like, it'll happen. Uh, I might play the used car market on it a little bit. I might wait until they start hitting the used market and then try to snag a decent deal on it, see how much they appreciate. Uh, but I'm like, uh, you know, I kind of kind of want to be in there and, like, really start an automotive YouTube channel with it. And, of course, being the new Corvette, you know it draw views. I'm like, I want to be one of the first ones to modify it and all that and do all that. And she she totally doesn't, like, the wife doesn't understand the modification game at all. She's like, I don't understand why you got to do that, why you got to switch things out. I'm like, it makes it yours. Like, it's your, it's a unique thing. Uh, probably be a little while before they can crack that computer, the computer on the vehicle, the ECU, to start tuning them. Uh, so it's going to be interesting. It's new motor, new platform, new new everything. And no one knows crap about it like aftermarket wise of how to tune it how to do anything with it so the aftermarket's really going to be kind of slim for it right off the bat but give it give it six months to a year and i'm i'm sure people will have figured it out a little bit uh if not gotten into the whole thing and uh that'll be the time of like oh hey they're starting to hit the used market people start flipping them um and that'll probably be the time that i i try to snag one but I'm like, man, I wish I, I wish I was in this first run. I really do. The strike really hurt, really hurt the production. There's people that backed out of their orders because they're like, oh, I was supposed to have it here. Now I got it right here. And like, no, screw that. I'm backing out of my orders. So there's going to be a dealer. Like, you, you'll be able to find them new um, probably day one. There will be dealerships that will have them because people just backed out of their orders, but the car's already ordered. You can't cancel, you can't cancel an order. Like, the car will be built, and then the dealership will just, hold on to it until they can sell it, which won't take long because people that didn't get in on the list on the initial order list, which I'm sure there's a wait list right now. Um, we'll jump on the ones that people backed out of. It happens all the time. It happened with the Hellcat happened, um, with the new Wrangler, all that stuff. Uh, so I don't know. Like I want one. I really want one. 
Um, can't fully afford one yet. Like I definitely go into some deeper debt than what I want to be in to have it. Uh, hopefully fingers crossed banking on that, you know, YouTube would blow up with it and it would start making money that way. Uh, which is a really bad strategy, really bad, horrible, evil strategy. But the car is insane. Like the car is absolutely a monster. 